Speed kills. And Dallas has some speed. The Wild fall 4-1 to one tonight to the Dallas Stars. We break down all the action on tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. You are Locked on Wild postcast. Part of Locked on Sports Minnesota. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another Locked on Wild postcast as the Minnesota Wild fall short 4-1 to one to the Dallas Stars here this evening. And really not any different than what we've seen from this Wild team over the course of the season. Just that the frustration, I think, that everyone is feeling watching this play out just continues to escalate as these games get stacked on top of each other. Uh, it was a Dallas team that used their speed to their advantage. The Wild were not able to match in five-on-five. Five. And you had a, a goalie that, in Philip Gustafson, did everything that he could to keep the team in it as long as he could. And it just was too much considering where the shots for the Stars were coming from and what was leading to the Stars being able to continue to sustain as much time in the offensive zone as they did, this has been the story all season. And it's getting to the point as this progresses further that my level of blame on the season is shifting less and less from the goalies and more and more to just the dull, lethargic play in front of them. I mean, the neutral zone turnovers tonight were a disaster. I I wouldn't even have been able to attempt to count the number of times that the Wilds um, turn the puck over in the neutral zone or right at the top of the defensive zone, which led to Dallas being able to come off of a shift in which they had just sustained pressure in the offensive zone. The Wild finally get the puck back. They try to clear it out to the top of the zone, except it's stolen or turned over. And so Dallas can either keep going in the offensive zone or just come right back in and up and down the lineup, it's it's not anybody in particular that is not contributing to the problem. I mean, it, it's it's all the way up the top, and on particular plays, you see Kirill try to complete a pass all the way across the zone that doesn't get there, or a behind-the-back pass that ends up going really, to nobody. Or you see guys, Alex Goligoski had a play in particular in which he was just looking up the ice and a Dallas player just came and moved him off the puck. And so you have all of these collective issues that continue to stack up. And when it's multiple players contributing to those bad plays it just it, it 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 becomes too many opportunities to overcome and i saw the heat map of where the shots were coming from for dallas tonight and 
90% of them were right in front of the net. That is like asking your goalie to play with a hand grenade that the pin has been pulled off of in like a cubicle and you're trying to get him to not take the shrapnel. It's just, it's, it's maddening. And I I will say that this two game set coming off of the all-star break, it looks as though the wind has been taken out of this team uh, in these two games. You, You have a lot of guys that are just, on the ice kind of looking shell-shocked as to how things are unfolding in front of them and just the inability to inability to muster anything really uh, out there that even resembles an offense in five-on-five. Five. And I guess the thing that we got from tonight's game was some clarity. Credit to Dallas, too. They're they are a good team. Dallas is a good team. And I think the clarity that we saw from tonight's matchup, Dallas is up here, kind of at the, the top of the Central Division standings, up near the top in terms of overall playoff picture in the Western Conference. And that gap for the Wild just continues to get wider and wider and wider. I, I mean, we talked about it after the Arizona loss is the things that this team struggles with that you absolutely cannot um, if you're going to be a playoff team. Five on five is just continues to be a disaster. And if you can't score five on five goals and you take penalties, which puts a strain on your penalty kill unit and your power play by and large just plays catch on the perimeter, that's not a recipe for a playoff team. And if you have a center situation that is still a work in progress, that's not a recipe for success for a a team that's a, a playoff team. And I think the golf gets wider on a daily basis. And so we're at this point in the season where you just, you keep saying it's on the team to figure it out and to improve and get back to where you hope they could get to to make a push for the playoffs. But every game, it's the same things that are causing these losses and are causing the optimism for this season to free fall. And so, by and large, we didn't really learn anything new from this loss because it just was a repeat of what we've seen um, pretty much all season. Just a team with more talent that's able to take advantage and um, the Wild just just cannot match up. And so, you know, it's it's frustrating. I think the most frustrating part for me is that if you take what we had last year offensively, I think if you take the offense from last year – and the goaltending from this season, I think that team is capable of making it to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, Maybe even further than that. But you just, you can't even get league average offensively from this team. 
you can't even get, and this seems to be a common theme throughout Minnesota sports. You just, you can't even get league average for a critical area that ends up tanking your season. For the Vikings, it was their defense this past year that tanked what was a, a great season for them. For the Wild this year, not even close to league average offensively um, to even complement the goaltending they've been getting and some of the play that they have gotten on special teams to complement it as well. You're just you're not even close to it, which leads to where this team is at right now. And optics-wise, you're going to the critical homestand, having lost five of seven, and starting the second half of the season in which you absolutely have to, um, you got to just have guys step up. And it just looks like a team that really just does not have any semblance of a pulse right now, which leads you towards some of those end-of-season conclusions that may earlier in the year seem like a, a rush to judgment. But every day we go further in and see these same sorts of things is another day that that it's just not going to work this year sentiment starts to ring more and more true. So I, I really, I really do not know what, what you do about it. And so we'll finish today by just kind of taking a look at some of the options uh, as to what this team can try to do to turn this around. We'll talk about that as we continue tonight's Locked on Wild postcast after this. We are so excited for our new sports betting partner for Locked On. They are the number one sportsbook in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that is even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. You can download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. FanDuel is also safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Today's Lockdown Wild postcast also brought to you by Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat without all the fat and calories, Built Bar is here to help. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, 100% real chocolate. They also carry some amazing flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. Not only that, but each Built Bar contains only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar plus a whopping 17 grams of protein. Before tonight, you could only get Built Bars at Built.com, but what if I told you you can find them a little closer to home as well? Swing by your local Walmart or Sam's Club to pick up a box of Built Bars today. 
and get your snacking on right with Built Bar. Continuing tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast is the Minnesota Wild fall 4-1 to one to the Dallas Stars. And I've seen a lot of reaction on Twitter, uh, have interacted with a lot of people, have seen a lot of reaction on the Lockdown Wild YouTube channel as well, that you got to inject some life into this lineup and uh, you got to do something to, to shake it up for this team. And I, I agree with, with the calls for that, but I also have to kind of wonder... If that was in the cards, if that was something that Bill Guerin was going to do, don't you think it would have already happened by now? This is a team full of veterans with a lot of tough questions coming in the offseason. And I go back and forth on this. Would Sammy Walker help this team out right now in the thick of the playoff picture? Yes. Would Marco Rossi help this team in the playoff picture? Yes. But do you want to throw them into this mix, a team that is struggling so mightily in even strength situations? Do you want to heap that pressure on those guys to be the saviors for this team uh, to try to help them get into the playoffs or are we moving closer to a situation in which Bill Guerin looks at the larger scale picture here and realizes that those guys are going to get their time and let's not just throw any undue pressure on those guys. Let's continue to let them do their thing down at the Iowa level and let's Give them an opportunity when the time is right to really get a full look at the NHL level without having to worry about, okay, Rossi's playing with fourth-line guys and is not playing particularly well. Well, that means we got to scratch him. I, I, I think at this point, those guys are just better suited and better served not having to deal with any of the mess, any of the chaos that is currently going on up at the NHL level. And in order as well for those types of things to happen, there would have to be roster moves made to get those guys up or you just are are leaving them on the bench. And those roster moves, I think, are coming because Bill Guerin sees what's going on. He sees what is going on on a nightly basis, who's doing what, who's turning the puck over every time they have it, who is going through the motions out there on the ice. He sees all that stuff. And so with all of the moves that we've seen Garen make since he took over, some of which have seemed like more knee-jerk, I think we've just gotten to a point where... Garen at this point just wants to kind of see who is worth beyond this season. And if there are players that just continue to do these things that we've talked about that don't impact the game in a winning way, well, then that'll be the point at the deadline where Garen moves those guys off the roster and just says, hey, we we have to, we got to re- 
We have to recalibrate what we're going to do with this roster going forward. And so, yes, if you want to see this team kind of get a little bit of a jolt for a playoff push this year, then making some of those types of moves would be the way to go. But at some point, there is going to be that back-of-the-head thought that it's just not a team that is really constructed to make a ton of noise in the postseason. And so at that point, more of the looks to the future kind of creep into the picture. And so it's it's unbelievably frustrating. I I understand. I'm right there with everybody. But, you know, there really is no good answer as to like how to fix this immediately uh, to try to get this team back in it. And so um, I don't know. I, I've seen enough uh, over these last 50 games. I think at some point this team just is what it is. And I, I don't know short of a bona fide top line center. I don't, I don't know who's going to fix it short of multiple moves to fill multiple spots, the type of which are done in the offseason. So we'll see. Um, Vegas tomorrow night, we'll preview it for you uh, for tomorrow, uh, as well as uh, another episode in which we'll look a little more at the future for Lockdown Wild. So frustrating. I get it. I just... If you've seen any part of the season so far this year, tonight really wasn't a surprise. That's just kind of where things are at right now, which is frustrating. And, you know, I just, I don't know. It's just this team is not in a particularly good spot right now. And uh, so we'll see what tomorrow has in store. And that will do it for tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. Uh, So make sure that you follow along with Locked on Wild wherever you listen to your podcasts as we continue to dive in for the answers as to how this team should look going forward past this season as well. Uh, Make sure you subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms for our full episodes throughout the week, plus other content each and every day as well. We've got new episodes of Locked on Wilds coming out every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network.